It's time for the Trackside Results Show on Blue Jay 96.3. The Trackside Results Show is brought to you by State Park Speedway, Central Wisconsin Vending, ANA Lock Service, your key authority, Hilltop Auto Wrecking, Leitz's Shell Service, Jay's Auto Center, and the 2023 Iola Car Show. And now, here are your hosts, Kurt Keen and B. Ash. Welcome to Trackside Live here on Blue Jay 96.3, live from the Hiawatha Bar, sports bar. New venue for us. We've been here before. New ownership. Great to be here on a Monday night. I see some people survive Toad Egg. I've seen <laughs> some people survive uh, Meat Fest. I've seen some people survive Sand Speedway over the weekend. And and Iola. Yeah. And yeah. We, we were out at Meat Fest. Brandon survived Meat Fest. And some of us were at some other racetracks on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, you weren't there Friday, but... Saturday, no. you were at Marshall with the, a busy night with the John Brevik Classic, seven divisions and a packed house. It was great. Yeah, packed house. Yeah, a lot of great stuff for the kids, the uh, candy drop and all that good fun stuff. And then also uh, some of the best fireworks uh, in the entire area. So, yeah, that was a really good fireworks show. And, uh, yeah, it was really nice to see everybody out there and enjoying themselves. And uh, always good to kind of uh, this middle of middle of summer can get a little bit strung out for some of these races. But, uh, overall, yeah, it was a really nice show, and uh, we're able to keep things moving pretty yeah, well. Yeah, and the 50-50 winner, Sue uh, Cormack, she uh, won over $1,208. I want to say great job to Steve. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, that guy can sell ice to an Eskimo. Yeah, I mean, I know it's only papers. I, I even, you know, as cheap as I am, you know. You it's worth ask. a shot. I, I get $5 worth. I'm like, yeah. I can take 1200 Some kid, you know, and the candy drop. Wow. You yeah, know, Wayne, no. <laughs> Grandpa Wayne was like Santa Claus in July, and uh plenty of candy the kids are going wild even the adults are getting crazy they wanted candy yeah and we gave so many gives aways for for the kids i think every yeah. kid went home and some kids didn't even you took their we do their uh the top 10 or top, however we did uh, some kids just took off the table and there was bikes and scooters and yeah there was just tons it was it was it was complete chaos that's why i don't know how tracy does it with elementary school kids and they just they're ankle biters <laughs> yeah. i'll tell you damn <laughs> they just want that candy. They want those goodies. They, boom. You know, it was a good time. It was all in all good show at uh, Marshall. I know Friday made it to um, uh, Dell or um, yeah, Dell's. That was the week before the Plover track. Plover Golden track. Sand, yeah, yeah, Golden Sand. That one that gives me a paycheck. But uh, yeah, a good race in there. Um, another night of racing. Uh, I was a little bit down with Iola and uh, yeah, racing. Otherwise, was good. I know they had a tractor pull. But well, done by like 9:30 Friday night. Wasn't yeah, it? we were done. Plenty of time to enjoy the festivities and get home and you know get ready to do it again. And and the week before that, uh, we had a few days of well, yeah, had some off racing. I went down to the Tundra race. Uh, Matt asked me to help out. Uh, I used to help out at Dell's Raceway Park and did some of the support divisions. And that was a, a good night of racing and fireworks. And then you know the Fourth of July weekend. We were off last time we, we were on the air. We were at LT Club, but I think I saw yeah. fireworks for six on six out of the last ten nights. I'm good for fireworks for the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's always nice to see them, though, and, yeah, it, it's a way to get the fans. I'll tell you. Especially I'll, the kids involved. All the fireworks I saw, even ones in the Wassa area were at the airport were really good, but uh, really enjoyed um, Wassa and Marshfield fireworks the best. Yeah, no, I, I agree. They were fantastic, and uh, – yeah, that was something we were able to get back uh, to the Wasa area, too, and catch the airport ones. We yeah, were, uh, I went out on a boat with there. my cousins, and we parked there out there. Go. That was kind of cool. It was a different view because it would go boom, and then the echo yeah. behind you. But your house, that's actually, we, we got right. On, right over on Lakeshore and got on the uh, uh, over by the airport. So this is nice to uh, 
maybe do some things different racing. I think everyone can get burnt out, frustrated, tempers get hot at this time of year. And, um, yeah, and then right before that, 4th of July, we celebrate race at the at, for the Dave Lasher Memorial. Yep. And we haven't had really any rainouts, knock on wood. Um, I know there might be some in the forecast for this weekend. And tomorrow, looking forward to just going to spectate at the Slinger Nationals. I was asked to do something. Some other things came through. I don't know why. Um, but next time, I'm signing contracts. I'll just tell you that. Yeah, no, there you go. That'll be uh, pretty exciting. It looks like 34 cars were there practicing today. Yeah. Probably add, it might add a few more. Well, we could probably and, uh, give you a rundown on it. What yeah. We just had. Uh, I was uh, right now on uh, one of the sites there. Uh, drawing for position, so yeah, uh, uh, out of a beer can, uh, you pick a beer can. Eric Jones was the fastest. Luke Fenhouse got the second, uh, 11 344. Ty was uh, uh, third. That was earlier in the day. His best lap was on lap 40, 48 of the day. Uh, so Jeremy yeah. Leepak, one of our locals, was fourth with an 11 387. They're taking 16 by time, and then the rest are uh, going to have to race their way in. John DeAngelis, uh, Chris Wimmer, who wrenches that car out of Wausau, was fifth. Uh, Chase Elliott, a NASCAR Cup Series champion, 2020, was sixth. Austin Nason, seventh. Uh, some of our other locals. Levon Vandergeese uh, was up at 11. And obviously, eh, yeah, you know, reception goes. Oh, like yeah, that, in but. and out. But, yeah, one of the things I noticed, too, is uh, William Byron ended up getting the, the win in the NASCAR race. Yeah, we're shorted, right? He was there. Uh, yeah, he was there and put on 124 laps at Slinger today now, too. So Yeah, Brad Miller uh, was 14th. And then some other locals that we have. Jeff Storm was 19th. Me and Jerry are twinning. We're giving Stormy some radio luck. He got a bad wreck at Madison or uh, Milwaukee and broke his ribs. And he said on the mic, hey, if I wasn't 100%, I wouldn't be here. Derek Krause kind of struggled, he said. He was 21st. Um, and Matt Kenseth, 28th. Johnny Sutter, 29th. Um, but they, yeah. Well, Johnny's had a very rough year so far in those races that he's been attending. So, yeah, hoping for his sake he's able to recover. We got to talk to him quite a bit when uh, Penn was up running Bandoleros at Wassa. So it's always nice to see those guys and then take the time to chat because back in the full NASCAR days, he never got a chance to stand it and talk with them funny. at all. His uh, kid drew the thing and the can, and, you know, Dean asked him, hey, I see you guys got here later. He goes, that's just how we roll. And then I think he drew like four or five. Nice. And uh, um, Dean said, that your dad going to be happy with that? He goes, probably not. <laughs> it, was kind of it was good. You can rewatch it on Racing America. But, uh, yeah, they're doing that. The racing gets underway tomorrow at 6 o'clock, and you can go or you can watch on Racing America and listen to Rich Bickle. I'm sure he'll be destroying Matt Kenseth all night. Yeah, well, I'll be I'll be watching on Race Monitor a little bit here and there. Uh, we got some duties over in Stratford to take oh, care yeah, of, church. but we'll get that done. and. Um, yeah, but overall, you know, excited to to get to the racing action again. We got another full week now back at all three tracks this week, uh, so it's gonna be uh, gonna be busy again. So we'll uh, we'll keep getting into this fun stuff. But yeah, as you said, we had um, you know a great race at at Wassa, um, last Thursday. So that was for the uh, the Dave Lasher Memorial, and uh, what a great uh, great race we saw in the pier stocks for sure. You know, it was excellent to see Kyle Cleats was able to run that zero one yeah. car. Um, and be up front the whole race, and uh, was really starting to put some pressure um, on there late. But uh, Brett Breitenfeld was able to pick up the feature win there, so congratulations to Brett. And uh, a special thanks and a great shout-out to all those folks that donated extra money yeah. for that event. Brian, so, Michelle, Barb, Keith, yeah. uh, Kim, yeah, John, Barb, some of the folks. Uh, yep, and um, Michelle, Paul Canoblock. Yep, and he, he gave a pit pass to someone that hasn't showed up, so that was great. Uh, 
Yeah, Travis Volm racing through some money in two, and yeah, it was really awesome. Yeah, and uh, that race kind of came down to a late caution. BP and um, was it who made contact on the front stretch and spun? Was it? Um, that was so long ago now. Well, I'm just. Which one? Oh, Dave Kabelka. Kabelka yeah. fast timer. Okay. Yeah, and then on the restart, Alex Wom got the the um, the point, yes. and all of a sudden he had some ignition stuff going. Yeah. That's basically he probably had that thing covered. Well, and and yeah, Brett was kind of stuck back in the field most of the race. Boxed and in then a little bit. That, yep. Needed the yellow, and yeah, it really paid off for him in the 19 car this year. So yeah, overall, you Glad know, I could remember. Really exciting. Yeah, <laughs> it's been tough, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, so then uh, Brett got the win. Kyle got, ended up getting second. Jeff Spatz took a third-place finish. BP was fourth, and Steve Schilling ended up in the fifth spot. So, again, some good racing there for the pure stocks. In the uh, four-cylinder stocks, Tyler Custer crossed the line first, but then got disqualified or put back to the back of the field uh, for a tech inspection. Eric Breitenfeld then was awarded the win over Garrett Sercota, Luke McCoola, and Ashley Shuney. Tim Anderson got the win in the Midwest Dash Series over George Sparkman, who had fast time and took the challenge to start in the back, but he had to win the heat and the feature for the bonus and didn't quite get there. Cameron Chemnitz ended up hanging on for third after uh, some contact with him and Snappy sent them both through the infield, uh, but they kept carrying they on. They kept on driving. Yep. So then Dan Brown ended up with a fourth-place finish, and Phil Mayloff took home fifth place. So uh, good to see Midwest Dash back in town. Uh, you know, I know they went down to Grundy, I think it was, this last time as well. I think Dan Brown actually won that yeah, race he did. Um, down at Grundy this last Saturday. Um, and then Super Late Models, it was Brock Heinrich once again taking the feature win over Justin Mondike, M.G. Gajewski, Travis Volm, and Noah Gajewski. So uh, some good racing again in the Super Late Models, good close competitive uh, racing all the way throughout the field. Yeah, they don't give an inch. They don't give an inch. No. But that's not just here, folks. I'll tell you what, go to other tracks and they race. These cars are so close and they're so aggressive and you give up an inch to take a mile and uh, you're going to get that when you're racing for points and you're going to see that tomorrow night too at Slinger because I guarantee you when you're going for 20000 it's no holds barred. But uh, yeah, guys just need to settle down a little bit. Everyone needs to settle down on their Facebook posts, but that's my opinion. <laughs> yeah. It's my radio show, right? I can say what I want. Well, there you go. If I... Just don't slander anyone, Steve. Is that how it works? No. Yeah. Okay. Sue me. Half a nothing's nothing, like Bobber said. Go ahead, sue me. Half a nothing's nothing. So on that Friday night, the 30th, over at Golden Sand Speedway, we had our super late models there again in another good field with Levon Vandergeese getting fast time and the feature win. Kendrick Cryer was second, Travis Volm third, Tucker Miller fourth, and Mark Eswine recovered for a fifth-place finish. Super Stocks, Jeremy Flees got another win over Brian Weinfurter, Caleb Hurlis, Rachel Callis, and Brad Schulze. Joe Monty was fast time in that one. He's had a lot of good qualifying yeah, runs yes. as of late. He just, so. uh, yeah, hasn't had good finishes. Uh, a lot of DNFs. The one mm -hmm. week um, something came out. The drive shaft came right over the race car. Yeah, so it's been it's been fast, but wow. it's been bad luck at the end for features. But uh, Pierce Stocks over at Golden Sands. Brett won in the other car, his 14 car. Then Brian Plish was second. Steve Kobiak ended up with a third. Steve Schilling was fourth, and Kyle Check was fifth. Uh, Garrett Sakota got the win in the four-cylinder stock class over Tyler Custer, Jason Wanta, Dawson Knudsen, and Heidi Cuff. And the mods, Brad Apt got the win over Scott Have, Sean Chemnitz, Anna Mayloff, and Tracy New. And then six cylinders was Michael Cluck over Craig Lyon and Joey Kuhn. That was on the Independence weekend, so again, we still got more results from Golden Sands because we raced this last yep. Friday night. We got some results from Marshall, and we got guests. Again, we're at the Hiawatha Sports bar right here at 718 Grand Street, right next to the 
10-time track champion Tim Naraki in attendance tonight. Maybe we'll get him and see him get some uh, gossip yeah, here on the show go. tonight. So again, plenty of time. Again, we're going to take a timeout. You're listening to Trackside Live on Blue Jay 96.3. Live on Blue Jay 96.3 here at the Hiawatha. Again, our 12th year on the radio stations, on the FM, AM, whatever, on your tune-in or on your app, all kinds of platforms that we have these days, and it's certainly great to be working around with some great people. Um, the other day, we, Steve and I, I talked to Steve in the week, and he's like, let's go down by uh, Weston Lanes. We'll go over by Sauce Bus, and I haven't really done one of those live remotes and. I mean, kind of made Steve do all the work, Brandon. You know, he. <laughs> yeah. I was eating my pulled pork Sunday, which I got the first one of the year. Maddie told me so. Then there Steve got go. himself the pulled pork and the beans, and I'll tell you what, we spent about two hours out there. The news channel was there, and it was just a great event. Seeing a lot of people on Thursday when we went, because we knew Friday was going to be busy, Saturday busy, and I, I, I think we'll maybe get talk to Kim and see how his weekend went. But uh, I certainly want to thank. Uh, Kim's BS Sauce, State Park Speedway, A&A Lock Service, your key authority. Central Wisconsin Bending. My Uncle David was out at the Bloom Glow this weekend, uh, so he wanted to make the trip today. I'm sure he's get, gearing up for Slinger cheering on the uh, mm-hmm. four of Luke Fenhouse. You know, he'll be all he'll be all uncled, and he'll top auto wrecking, buddy. And I uh, want to thank Jay's Auto Repair, also one of the great sponsors during the radio show, which it's over, but we still want to thank uh, the people for um, Iola Car Show. That was part of our show up until this last weekend. Again, our next show is coming up next Monday again. We're going back-to-back. Yeah. Mark it down at the Aftershock Bar and Grill. I believe Sauce Boss is doing wings. Um, yeah, next week. That's the plan. So come hungry. He's going to be putting his barbecue sauce all over those chicken wings. And again, that's at 1418 Leonard Street in Wausau. He was oh. talking about wings for Sauce Boss. Yes. Yeah, yeah you're going to be putting... A, I, Steve kind of liked the the concoction I made with the uh, pulled pork Sunday. Yeah. I do the uh, the garlic, and then we put a little Jamaican jerk in it, mix it in there. Oh, yeah. You know what? That is good, good, good stuff. Again, last night racing was on Blue Jay 96.3. I don't think it's called nap car anymore. It's bed car. They're getting the races at 6, 7 o'clock. And you yeah. just – I was hoping after I watched the race at Slinger last night with the trucks, by the way, Jeff Holtz won. Second was James Swan. Third was Brad Miller. The okay. only older guy was uh, John Hankey, but the top, top three oldest dudes went one, two, and three. Caution-free uh, race last night. Danielle Bain was doing a great job. She kind of got shifted up. She was going for the lead, and she kind of got in the wrong groove, but she did a great job, too, last night. So, nice. again, this uh, coming Sunday afternoon, it's a NASCAR Cup Series racing with the Crayon 300 from New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Beginning at 1.30, so I guess we're back to NAPCAR. I mean NASCAR on Central Wisconsin's racing station, Blue Jay 96.3, streaming online at the WJMT app. So, Brandon, we got some more results we want to talk about. Uh, we coming, do. Coming up from the last couple weeks of racing. Uh, I know we had a Tundra race we went down to and uh, announced that race. Uh, the winner was Mike Litchfield. He pretty much dominated that one. A caution came out um, between Bergie. There was kind of discussion. Justin got into him. Uh, the track deemed that it was 28 and was losing um, going around before they made contact. They used the discretion on the call. And I know some people don't like discretion, and some people do. It depends who you cheer for. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, you know how that works. But anyways, yeah. uh, they made the call, and then Mike Litchfield ran them down. Dalton didn't really have nothing, and then the 38 Jordan Devoid, they had 17 cars, and they had fireworks. Uh, the show got done uh, at a reasonable time. And one thing about, you know, in a township like um, Linden Station, can't have fireworks after 10. Okay, and yeah. they were pushing it, so it was like Dave Trute won his 140th feature uh, in the Sportsman, and four cylinders was, um, I can't even remember. But uh, it was uh, all in all being part of that. And the Tunders' next event, they're going to Nort, yeah, to Norway. On the 29th, right at the end of the month, I think it yep. was. Yeah. So that's their, the results that I have from there. I should write them down, but it was two <laughs> weeks good. ago, and we're moving on. That's what we do. There you go. Put the foot on the gas, B. So Golden Sands Speedway, last week we had the Pro Late Models back. It was Kendrick Cryer with Fast Time and the feature win over Colton Morgan, Ronnie Osborne, Mark Eswine, and Cole Howard. Superstocks was Andrew Boyntrager taking the win over John Van Steedham, Adam Rankowski, Brad Schulze, and Jeremy Fleece. Uh, and then Eric Breitenfeld got the four-cylinder stock win over Garrett Strakota, Tyler Custer, Tom Lecker, and Heidi Cuff. Four-cylinder mods was uh, Sean Chemnitz with Fast Time and a feature win. Phil Mayloff, Brad Aft, Anna Mayloff, and Chuck Dixon rounded out the top five there. And Josh Zacharias ended up getting a win in the six cylinders over Kevin Armagast, Braden Bernhagen, Pat Letursky, and Brandon Van Steedham. So, again, some good racing it looked like over at Golden Sands. Again, I was We're gonna, not able to make that Yeah, one, I know. But... You had some uh, things you had to take care of on the yep. personal side of life, um, which it was, I was more concerned with you not being there that it would be more of, you know, they call it a show. Yeah, um, yeah. It wasn't. It went pretty good, uh, you know. And all in all, you know, the car count was down a little bit. Um, you know, with the limited lay models, Mark Eswine joined him. That was a surprise. He said he had a lot of fun. I talked to him at the bar at Marshfield on Saturday. He's like, yeah, it was just like no pressure. And yeah. but man, uh, Frank Cryer, um, I know he was talking to Cody. Um, Kenrick's won all the features. He's won four, and I think they're going to put some money up and try to uh, draw up that car count. So. Uh, their next time is a couple weeks that they come back. Yeah. Where they're, it used to be the Triple Crown. Now it's like every other week. Every other week. They kind of try to do it when Super Late Models or a Tundra Series, which, you know, I like the Pro Late Model class. I think, you know, a lot of guys around here, you know, Wayne Mackis, he's out there. He's trying things, and, you know, Dylan's there. But there's guys that have some Super Late Models here that probably could switch their cars over. And I think um, with, the, with the amount and the tire deal that, I think they get a free tire every week or yeah. I, however it works. But, uh, yeah, hopefully they build that up. And, uh, you know, like I said, Ken Cryer, I think they're going to be putting a bounty on them. So, and, you know, you weren't in that conversation. Yeah, well, you know, and, and yeah, if it draws a few more cars, you know, that, that definitely always helps. You know, it's good to see good car counts in all divisions. And But yeah, I think, you know, in a lot of people you, you're going to talk to this year, and it's not just here. It's everywhere. Uh, I think. Economy at 17. You're going to see anywhere, just because it's so tough, um, anywhere from 8 to 15 car counts. And fortunately, that's just the state of what we're in right now. So, yeah, unfortunately, the but the effects of COVID, we all knew it was coming. Right. You know, just um, sponsors. And some people are like, hey, I can't sponsor a race car. And I talked to a sponsor, and the guy says, I don't. I don't need the business right now in the construction world. He's like, I can't get workers. So for me to throw money out there and, and you can't blame those folks, but they're like, why would I sponsor something when I have so much work right now, or I can't get workers that it doesn't help to do that. So yeah. again, we certainly appreciate anyone who sponsors any race team. 
Yep, absolutely. And racing Saturday night over at Marshfield, Dylan Mackesy got the feature win over Derek Gress, Travis Wilm, Carter Christensen, and Michael Hager. Yeah, some great racing there, and uh, we can hit some of the rest of the results once we get uh, once we get back here. Yeah, we we've got a lot of guests that are showing up, and you know we appreciate anyone that comes up with a busy schedule on a Monday night. Again, still got plenty of time. We got giveaways. We got tickets to give away. We got sauce to give away. We got uh, beats to give away. And no Butchie here tonight. He's retired now. We'll maybe get him at a radio show at the retirement uh, speech. Uh, but uh, again, you got time to get over here to Hiawatha, right next to the ten-time track champion. Tim Naraki uh, here at the Hiawatha Sports Bar at 718 Grand Street in Wausau. Again, we're going to pay the bills. You're listening to Trackside Live on Blue Jay 96.3. <laughs> Blue Jay 96.3. In live from the Hiawatha. Brandon, we can kind of talk about how we got hooked up here at the Hiawatha. Yeah, it's been, um, you know, they redid everything here with the new owners. Talked to Chris. Um, you know, Chris is really excited to be in the area. And, uh, you know, I've been kind of watching him on Facebook and then was seeing everything he was posting about all the different sports where they had the, really big with the NBA, really big with the Brewers. And I'm like, well, it's another sports bar. So I just went over and uh, arranged a time to sit down with him here and Actually, we talked to, uh, there was a few different bar owners here all at the same time. Yeah. And, uh, we ended up chatting for a little bit, and he's like, yeah, it'd be fantastic. And then um, kind of actually it's a really good segue, too, because his son, who was busting tables at the point, um, I said, well, hey, we should get him out on the track because uh, there's these thing called bandoleros right. that uh, that run out at Wasa. He's like, really? And I, start, I showed him a picture of a bandolero for sale, and I'm like, well, I know you just signed on for the radio show, but if you have another few thousand bucks, here you go. <laughs> what did he say? Um, he's like, yeah, that would be pretty interesting. So maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get him out there. You know, and then the funny thing is, the Hiawatha back in the day, um, my grandparents, uh, Jim and Millie, back in the early '70s, actually, my dad lived up here. They their house was, they had beer bars back in the day. Yep. Beer bars. If you were at a certain age, you could you know you could only drink beer. So. This was Jim and Millie's Hiawatha Beer Bar, my grandparents, so it's kind of cool to okay. be here. Yeah. And I, I kind of don't know the history too much after that, how it's sold, but I know the train uh, depot, yeah. there always used to be, this is where people got right into town in Wausau, which is now the distillery, so a little history of Wausau from a long, long time ago. Yeah, and really, really neat, this whole area down here with the history, and now just to see the changes that have gone into the building here at Hiawatha really think really paid off you know a nice big bar area and then a nice back dining room area here where we're at very nice outdoor patio as well so uh yeah really a great facility here to check out and those pickle fries are fantastic so it's one of my favorite apps ever yeah you always got a favorite and no matter what place we stop if we're stopping over at cellar or yeah stopping you know wherever we go or you know next week we'll be at uh, aftershock bar and grill so hopefully uh, if you haven't been there uh try to support these places because uh, they're doing the best they can and uh, keeping things going in central Wisconsin. So, most definitely. We'll move on with the next uh, results, and we got a guest, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, we'll talk quick about Marshfield's results. Again, uh, Dylan Mackesy, we talked about, was the super late model feature winner. Brian Weinfurter ended up winning the super stock race over Carson Sillers, Jim Cormack, Joe Monte, who had fast time again, and John Van Steedham, who smacked the front stretch wall pretty hard, but ended up continuing on. Four cylinder stocks with Sam Sheehan with the win over Ashley Shuni. Tom Lecker, who just walked in. It's about time. time. I see he's been changing his car over. 
We're going to talk to him yet tonight. I think he's got some good stuff to talk with. There you go. And Austin Rauch and Mark Shuni with the top five there. Jamie Cliver, shout out to him in the 57 Custer car. He's second in points time. right now. Yeah, behind, yeah doing uh, really well. Sam Sheehan. Yep, Tim Anderson ended up getting the win in the four-cylinder mods with a clean sweep over Jeremy Chemnitz, Mike Yeager, Don Tiemann, and Brian Markward, who's here as well, was credited with the top five. I thought he was going to win that one, and Don kind of, yeah, that was a good competitive race. I like to see a, a heat like that where there was four guys that could have won and it would have been a chance for them to win. It's great to see different winners in heats, and I know it's good to have that checkered flag in the photo from Tommy, you know? Yeah, Mike Yeager ended up getting that. He's had a Yo, lot of he's issues. Yeah, he's had a lot yeah. of issues. And so he said Saturdays see. just works best for him. You know, he's just like, just, I got to get this thing figured out. Yeah. Between him and Brian have so much uh, stuff that uh, it's yeah. just been frustrating. Absolutely. Michael Cluck ended up getting the win in the six cylinders over Craig Lyon, Ryan Benz, Randy Comas, and Jared Armagost. Jim Colseth got the vintage win in his 20 car, a sharp looking ride. And Jake Bayman once again dominated in the skitter class. So, Again, uh, some great racing at Marshfield. Again, we're back at all three tracks this week, Thursday, yep. Friday, Saturday. Uh, so it should be exciting there as well. And uh, one of our drivers that's been getting some racing in throughout the year and has had kind of a kind of a rough year as far as luck, just not going his way, but wanted to get him on the air here tonight. Let's welcome Paxton Bentz to the show. Welcome, Paxton. How are you? So far, so good. We'll get you turned up a little bit on the radio, on the volume here, but it's been... Um, it's been a rough, rough year. Is that, uh, is that enough words to kind of wrap it up? Yeah, it's been missing a little bit. Missing quite a bit. Yeah, I just can't get it, can't seem to get it figured out, huh? Yeah, because they're momentum-based cars. So when you got that miss, then it slows down the whole time. Yeah, exactly. We'll get this right over here so they yeah, can. Yeah, just look straight ahead, Pax. Right right yeah, well, go. this isn't his first time, Pax. Uh, you know, you've been racing. You're like the veteran now. How old are you? Thirteen. Thirteen. So next year you age out. Uh, do you plan on uh, moving up like your brother into the mods of four cylinders or maybe uh, talk maybe a pure stock? Because I enjoy pure stocks and I know there's guys that might have cars. You ever think about that? Yeah, I don't know yet. I'm still thinking about it. Got time to think about it, right? For pretty yeah. soon, you know, you you started racing at what, what eight years old? Yeah. And kind of talk about um, in racing, you, obviously, grandma's with the WCAR and your ma helps out, which we have gifts from heaven uh, coming up this Thursday night. So if you have a gift card, just talk to Tracy or Donna, and they'll get that thing's $25. Um, so you pretty much, your ma and grandma and the Mackesies are all been friends. Uh, you've been going to the racetrack probably since you were born, and, and that's how you kind of got into racing because uh, of that connection, right? Yeah. Who's your favorite uh, Mackesie, Dylan or Mark or Bob? Probably Mark. Mark's your favorite? <laughs> you That's all right. You know, Dylan just won a feature the other night. That was pretty cool. I, I know he's busy with his uh, schedule. I was trying to hope to get him here today, and I know he's got stuff going on. And we all got stuff going on. But you said you've had uh, not the best of the year in racing with, you know, uh, Penn Sauter, who's been dominating. Last year we've seen Alex Hartwig. He moved up. The Grolsky boys. Um, did you ever race with Gabe and Luke Fenhouse? No. No, they already graduated out of that? I was going to say, if you raced with all those guys, you got the Fenhouse car. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Uh, do you cheer for Luke? Are you cheering him on for Slinger? Are you a big fan of his? Or anyone from Wausau, do you cheer on uh, those drivers when they're not racing at the local track? Yeah. Cheer on Luke sometimes. Yeah. He, he's been busy running with the uh, ARCA 
Remember? Yeah, the Arca East, I think it is. And speaking of Luke Hapenos, Uncle Dave's not here tonight. If you're not going to Slinger tomorrow night, Pit Stop, where we had the first show, they're going to be doing a watch party. All you have to do is go and watch it right at Pit Stop. They'll have food, and everything gets going at 6 o'clock tomorrow. So if you didn't want to buy the $40 feed, because I'm not there this week, which I wish you would have bought it, but I don't get a kickback. So that's what you should do tomorrow night if you guys are looking for uh, something to do tomorrow, because... uh, they're doing a watch party, so I just want to no, pass that. That's that's a great op- option to have that happen, and, and uh, they got a great place, and they're a great supporter of us. Right. No. So, Paxton, what tracks have you gone to this year? I know I've seen you at Wassa, I've seen you at Plo- uh, Plover. Uh, where else have you guys gone racing? Yeah, just Wallace and Plover this year for the most part. Not doing the traveling like you used to in Jefferson. They got so many cars down there. What the heck's going on? They're like. Uh, a hatch of uh, bandos were born. I think everyone down there has one. I think one night they had over 30 some of those bandos. 38? Holy cow. You were in the... I remember a couple years ago when you went to Jefferson, you pretty much had that thing sideways on its lid. Was that a scary ride for you? Yeah. It didn't really phase you, though. Hey, you know what? It doesn't phase him. You know why? Because he's got the hair going. Are you, you and Oliver, he's a buddy of yours, and Mason Olson's a friend. Are you going for the best mullet award, uh, the teenager award this year? You should go for it. Is that registration over with yet or not? You know you could win like $5,000. I think you should might put in there. What's up with the hairdo this year? Aerodynamics. Oh, yeah, aerodynamics. How is okay. it? Maybe that's what might be slowing you down. I think your mom says, we need to get a cut. But, um, you know, that's what's good about it. You guys have been starting racing, and... You know, you get a few times to race here at Wassa. And I don't know. I think we probably could bring them back weekly. The, the four classes, it seems like we have a little bit of love, Brandon, when they're not there. Don't you feel that way? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's to a, to an extent. You know, we're looking at building the legends back up, hopefully, too. And maybe kind even of a Russian roulette of back like, and spin forth. the wheel. This is yeah. what it's going to be this week. You know, I think we could look something like that, um, you know, and kind of building off of that. Because, yeah, four divisions, you know, even though it is a Thursday night, and it'd be nice to get done at 9.30 every night. Well, we were on that yeah. way until a light pole got taken down. Well, yeah, exactly. Stole the show. But... Yeah, I don't think we need to. <laughs> no, it's it's something that, and I know I know Paxton, to, to keep you in on it here, I know you've been, you've been helping a lot of drivers this year too, you know, especially teaching them the line, especially at WAS. Um, have you found that to be pretty rewarding? And then who do you think has been uh, somebody that's really taken what you've said to heart and has improved every week? Eh, probably Oliver and Mason. Oliver and Mason have both been improving? Yeah, they're, doing, they're getting better. You know, and that's yeah. last year changed, too, for you. Everyone had changed for with the uh, track, putting the uh, asphalt down. So did that has that changed the, the line for most of those bandos? Uh, it seems like it – is it as rough or is it uh, – the late models guys say, oh, she's rough, but how is it for you guys? It's a lot more rough in three and four than it was last year. Yeah. you got to come in a little bit wider. Wider, but it seems like it doesn't really upset the car too much when you go to the uh, no grip, grip, no grip, no grip, 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 right? So you just it stand at it. It gets a little loose. It gets loose. Yeah, but loose is fast, right? That's what they say. That, that's what you found out, right? I mean, yeah, when you're able to kick it sideways out of four, you get a little excitement out of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you got for sponsors, my friend? Oh, we got J&T Plumbing, a a Lock Service, Pizza Ranch. Payne L Services, RMN Transport, PJS Auto Body, Grandpa Bob, Mackesy Racing, Grandma and Grandpa Niter, Joe Raider, Mom, Homestead, Ann's Dairy, Ed and Linda Barrel. A lot of great people. Does 
Now, my question is, do you, does your mom make you call those people every year and say, hey, you want to sponsor a race car? Do you do all the work, or does mom do it? I, I, I'm feeling, I bet you you have to call and say, hey, you want to sponsor my car? Do you do that? Yeah, sometimes. Well, you got to have your dad's business on there, right? Does your dad have you doing plumbing work in the summer, or are you doing summer school? No. No? What do you do in the summer, then, besides race in the daytime? Just work on my stuff at home and cut grass. Well, that's good, though, but you do work on your race cars. Like, I remember last year, what was it, Mason crashed his car, and you and your brother put it back together. So that's that's pretty good skills. I mean, Brandon and myself, we don't even know how to change a spark plug, do we, Brandon? Uh, I do all right with tape, but that's about it. No, there's no tape in, in yeah, racing, okay. not in this area. Tape is banned, yeah. you know? <laughs> you you can't, can't do it. But uh, uh, what what's your plan this year? Maybe get a feature win? Uh, Keep it one piece uh, right now. Finish a race. Is that what your goal is right now? Yeah, try to get it faster. Feature win. Feature win, maybe fast time. You, you know, that's the thing is, you know, with the group qualifying, you know, kind of get them in the right speeds. And so when they're out there, there's not obstacles, right? Is that how we do it, Brandon? Yeah, try to get some of the, the newer drivers all together and then the more experienced drivers together so that speeds are kind of matched from what practice was and everything else. But yeah, that's how we try to do it for group qualifying. It seems to work. Um, do you do you like group qualifying? You probably never have individual qualified, have you? No, I have. Yeah. Groups better because then you can um you can follow people and get faster times because you get more laps. You get people to challenge you. You get yeah yeah, it, and they wind up. I think that more, yeah. for the Bandoleros, it's good for because you know, like you said. You know, you get a couple more laps in the three because when you come to the green, you know, if you only have two, it probably slows you down a little bit. So, hey, Paxton, I hope you get better luck. Maybe we'll give you some radio luck because I know we've done that in the past for people. So thanks for coming, and I know you're always supporting the show. I know your buddy's not out here, so you you, you got to actually listen and play Buck Hunter while we uh, talk on the radio, all right? Thanks for coming. How about a nice hand for Paxton Benz, young racer out of Wassa in the Bandoleros and the future of the sport. So, again, thanks to... His family for coming out and the things they do with the WCR. They get the gifts from Heaven's Night. Again, we get uh, $25 gift cards to in honor of someone, and we'll be doing that at State Park on Thursday night. So, again, we're at the Hiawatha Bar. You're listening to Trackside Live on Blue Jay 96.3. So you're wherever you're listening, maybe the WJMT app or on BlueJay96.3.com. Again, we are at the Hiawatha Sports Bar right here at 718 Grand Street in Wausau, Again, another show in the books. Uh, like I said, when we were talking to Paxton, I forgot to announce that he took his car over to the, um, was it G.D. Jones School the other day? G.D. Jones or Jefferson, and showed the kids around the race car and getting them in the car and getting them interested in racing. So that's an awesome thing to do, too, to get maybe some of those kids that didn't know there was a racetrack in the backyard because yeah, some people yeah. in this town still don't know we have a racetrack on Thursday nights. That's pretty amazing, especially all the racing we do all, all summer long on Thursdays. But... Hey, it can happen, and yeah, I know it's great to get the kids involved, and you know that's what I think. Um, now that we're past the pandemic times, you know we need to think, kind of get back to that. We had a few drivers that used to do that, you know, mm -hmm. to their high schools and stuff. So it'd really be neat to see some of that coming back. I don't know what Mr. Key got, but that smells good. Is that a Philly steak or something? Because it smells yeah. delicious. Very Speaking good. of being at the Hiawatha and the guy that lives right next door, he's a uh, nine-time track champion and. You know what? He came to support us tonight, and uh, well, maybe we'll get the old R word out of him. How about a nice hand for Tim the Rocky, the 2T? Timmy? Hee-hee. Give us a hee-hee. <laughs> you got to just yep, turn yep, it. Nope, there you on. go. It's on there you now. go. 
Thank you guys so much. I don't deserve this, but um, all these fans here and drivers, that's what comes first. I've rubbed Fender to Fender door to door with the best in this town in Tomahawk. Thank you for my sponsors, A Lock Service, uh, Schmidt Swing Body. You guys do a great job, man. We try. I, I got on the same about myself because I think I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. Um, yes, I do want another title. I'd love to <laughs> race again, and I will. I'm just, I've been really super broke. It's going to take some time. Each and every one of you guys, man, you don't understand what it means to be here. Yes, I'm tearing up because I miss you guys so much. I miss the track. I know. And I will be back. Well, and, that's what it is, Tim. I know there's things that we all have obstacles in life, and you've been a guy that supported racing. Uh, I mean, last week was uh, the Dave Lasher Memorial, and I remember when I, I wasn't even old enough to be in your bar, but. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. I'm 40 years old. I'm a man. What was that, Mike Van Gundy? But, you know, Dave was always after the races. His car yep. would be parked right on 3rd yep. Avenue in the construction. Yep. And we had so much fun. And I know that's what's tough, you know. And that, Brian Lash was here, and guess what? You, you got it right in the head because Dave Lash was a good man. We all race hard, and they come to my barn. We drink a few beers. Yep. And it. And That's, Mr. Key would see us at breakfast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only reason I didn't go, my old man would have been there, and I probably would have been in, you know, deep waters. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's what you said, Tim. Uh, you know, you won at uh, State Park Speedway. You uh, went up to Tomahawk. You, you're from the Tomahawk area. And we were just talking before, you, you know, you ran with the best uh, bomber racers. Uh, uh, can I talk about the guys that you uh, always enjoyed rubbing fenders? I know, obviously, you said Dave, but. No, nope, uh, I got this. Mark Listel. He was good. Steve Brown. He was great. Toby Summer. He was awesome. Oh, my God. You know what? Um, the, the, I, I got 10 more, but, like, oh, my God. Those guys were my – Listel, the pistol, was just amazing. So Andrew D. Bartelt wasn't in the top 10, Robin Fenders with? Hey, that was only when you put him in the and, bank. Yeah, Andy didn't care. He, 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 he had no money, but he found money. And that's why today I think he got divorced because of that one. <laughs> yeah, he, what a great driver Andy Bartelt is. Yeah, I remember you guys went down to Jefferson. We did. I put in the bank. I didn't. No, I didn't. I wait. You were racing each other. You, well, I want to hear your end of the story. This is what we got to hear. Well, remember we got to keep it PG. Too. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. The wheel was knocked out of my hand. Is all I gotta say. Yeah. I, did I put Andy in the bank? Yeah, not on purpose. But the dude hit me so hard that and basically spun the wheel out of my fingers. Yeah. I, and I and, and you're I, a big guy and strong. And, no. Well, one thing you don't do is you don't – you guys know this as race car drivers. You don't grab your steering wheel when it's spun out of your hand. Don't yep. break your fingers. Yeah. That's really many race car drivers. Oh, you're all shaking your head, yes. And that, they're all, look, they all know this. Yeah, let it go. When you're out of control, just let it go. Yeah. You see it. that on the, the the coverage on TV. But I remember you guys went there. I think it was Paul Holtz. You guys brought his semi-truck, yep. uh, the Gravel Van Lines. And they, they yeah. thought, they're like, who are these guys coming yeah. in in yeah. our house? We, we got $200 bomber cars and a you know a, a $80,000 fucking truck. <gasps> Did I say it? You got to edit that. No, you're good. I'm sorry. You had a, a, oh, a, tr a truck that was by uh, Grable, but Yeah, uh, a $80,000 truck and $200 race cars. <laughs> they, they're look, standing by the trailer looking at us like, wow, yeah, these, these guys, guys are fast. Are... They bring my beat up bomber car from Tomahawk. They're like, uh, nothing to worry about. They all walked away. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you're going to come back out of retirement and when you can. Uh, where is the car? Has Tom been working on the car? or do you Well, Schmidt's Toying and Body was supposed to be my number one guy, and he still is. I still love him, but um, we don't know what's going to happen yet. But um, definitely, the car was put away, losing the points by two to Volm. And hats off to Travis Volm and their family. I love them guys so much. 
Yeah, they were. They were. You guys were out there practicing, trying the high line. Like, yeah, we hey, were. We're gonna yeah. do this. Yeah, I. Well, I beat him in the heat race. Mm-hmm. I ran the outside. Dan set the car up for the outside, because that's what you have to do in my world. You're gonna win. You gotta go on the outside and run, run, run your race hard. Yeah, that's, that's the only way you're gonna win. Hey, only, only way. They always say if you want to go to the outside, uh, but uh, like. Um, so you've been just trucking, and, and what else is going on with the well, 2T? you know, I'm still in the real estate. 2T is, uh, well, real estate. Well, I still, the bar is closed, so it's for sale. I got four payments left, and it's paid for. Okay. So that would be extra money for the race car, guys. Yeah. There you go. Um, 2T was parked, put in the dirt, still sitting there, and I'm itching just to drag it out, and I, um, I got some help. Is uh, it hard to go to the racetrack when you're not racing I don't, for those I, people? I have not been there in how many years. You know, and it's funny because... And when I, when I go there, you guys, I hide in the corner down on the, on the way yeah. in the corner. You don't want me to know that you're there to make it. Yeah, you're right. But you know what? Neil Knoblach actually sent one in the last race. He said, it's the first time I've been here in like yep. two or three years. Yep. He goes, Kurt, it's hard. He goes, it hurts. It's like, a it, bad, he, it's like getting divorced, a bad relationship. Look at Rick. He's like, yeah, I got many of them. But, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 hey, guys, it's tough. And um, once, it, you know what? Is it true once a racer, always a racer? Not really, but yes, so. I have a life to thing. I got property. I got, I got stuff that I got to take care of to get back to where I'm at mm-hmm. to spend unlimited money on a car. Right. And my budget is, like he said, unlimited. He ain't going to like that, Bill. Oh, boy. <laughs> Looks like he's going to be going up to Sands for more, uh, <laughs> more well, jobs. No, he's going to dump some other guys that he don't like driving. But <laughs> I, I guarantee I'm a good driver, and you guys seen it. So. Right. We, oh, yeah. We've always been a, a, a big supporter of yours, and I know you've been doing it a long time. And old school fashion bomber, you're a nine-time champion, but five at Tomahawk, four at Wassa. Is that what it is, or did you get to ten? Wow. I don't even know. I don't care. But you know what? You're kind of right. I remember the jacket. But I might be right. I, you know what, usually well, Brandon's a sad guy, aren't you, Brandon? Normally. You know what, when Wasa yeah, got, yeah. when uh, Tomahawk got repaved when it was asphalt, remember blowing tires every day? Like, mm-hmm. you, couldn't ke- you couldn't keep those uh, Hearst tires or, or Tall Cities. Tall Cities got better, because, but Hearst are so fast. They're so super just soft. And now you don't hear nothing about Hearst. And that's what got us in trouble with Toby Summer and, and uh, oh, Jeff Ingman. All oh my, yeah, all my buddies up north, all just great drivers, man. If I could get, if I had a car for every one of these drivers to come back, you're talking about a future race. That you're like, you might as well record this. Yep. Yeah. And the thing is, yeah, is how many cars um, were you guys getting back in the day? At we had a semi feature, a, a, a semi feature and a feature back in the day. Dude, I think there was sometimes. 25, 30 cars there. Remember that? It was seriously. Yeah. And you know what? And the, the lighting was so horrible in Tomahawk at that time. It wasn't good. Uh, yeah, Raleigh Hodge is like just selling hot dogs and having fun, man. He's Barbecues. Like, barbe- yeah. yeah, just cheap stuff. Well, man. the thing is, Tomahawk, though, when you guys raced, it started like at 8 o'clock at night, and I think you were there till. And then after yeah, the races, yeah. everyone would come out and yeah. uh, on the front stretch. And, yeah, yeah, we did. We pulled our cars right to the front stretch. And um, and meet with the people, and people, yeah. it was like the fair. It was they, like the concourse there. There's yep. kids running around, and, yep, they and Pineapple it. says, you can't be running around over there. You, you, <laughs> you, you can't be drinking that beer. You're underage. We call the cop. Raleigh says, you're, dress too dry. You're so right, because you know what? There's kids running over the cars, and they're checking out the cars. <laughs> the family group at that time was just so great. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That is what makes racing is what it is, especially mm-hmm. in Tomahawk. It's so great. And we all got along. We kind of you know, argued about, oh, Listel, first one. 
But you know what? At the end of the race, Lissa had a full, cooler full of beer. Yeah. And we're like, I think that's what's missing, Tim. I mean, there's guys right here. They're mad that the other guy's always winning, and then uh, this guy's cheating. But you guys would well, always well, give you, each other. You, like I told uh, Philly's guys, you know what? Step up. Start reading. Start learning. Caster camber toe. Who knows what that is? I don't know. Wait, we got two? <laughs> that's it. The whole crowd. Yeah. yeah no races, no. I, I did a lot of geometry in my car, and you know what? And it pays off. Yeah. You yeah. got to work on it. And if you're losing because you ain't working on your car. That's how it goes. You a, put this, the if you're going to win, you, it's a full-time job. Well, Tim, it's great to chat with you. Goodbye. All right. Tim the Rocky, <laughs> the 2T, joining us. He's not coming out of retirement yet, but when he does, we'll know his presence with the 2T out on the racetrack. So, again, we'll get to some other guests. How about it for Tim? You've been listening to Trackside Live. And we're going to take the bills, pay the bills on Blue Jay 96.3. Sports bar looks like some delicious food. You know, it's a great night. Uh, kind of the sun's cooling off. I think we got a storm coming. I just heard the, the weather lady. Not maybe not till later tonight. So Steve, I don't think you have to worry about breaking into the show about uh, severe weather. But if, some watch till midnight tonight. So for the, most of our listening areas. So if you do get the storms, make sure you get to uh, a decent location. And you know, it's cool to film it and stuff but we want to see you at the racetrack or we don't have time to go to a funeral because you wanted to get some good lightning yeah show. you just tune into the wjmt app yeah we'll keep you updated we'll keep you posted yep absolutely want to take state parks we were racing this thursday night a and lock service your key authority central wisconsin vending putting a watch party at the pit stop for luke fenhouse tomorrow for the slinger nationals the 44th annual Slinger nationals about six o'clock they'll be going down there there's always kinds of food specials that's where our first stop of the season was for the last three years now want to thank jeffy over at hilltop and Jay's Auto Repair over in Schofield. So, again, just getting things closed up on a Monday night, uh, enjoying our time together as everyone's busy in their life. And I know, again, it's been really busy working on this 12 car and supporting all three racetracks in central Wisconsin. He's just trying to find the results, and, and he spent his time to come down and get on the radio. How about a nice hand for Tom Lecker? Tom, not lying about that. You've been working on this car. If you want to come to a Tuesday... You see you going back and forth, going to the scales. Um, a lot of things have changed this year, obviously. Yeah, a bunch of stuff's changed this year, and uh, we've just been wrenching and wrenching and wrenching and trying to get it figured out. Um, thought we had it figured out in the beginning of the year, and we didn't, so we tried something different. And as I was changing parts, I found out that I had a blown left strut in the front. You know, that ain't good. So I'm thinking that was causing the problem, but it's just been problem after problem. Um, we changed everything out, tried a different setup, and now we're getting stuck with these weight rules, and I'm not too happy about it. But and it, to it, and we kind of want to talk about it because I don't know. I had five of your racers in your division at Plover, like, you going to boycott too? And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, boycotting? And uh, I guess there's new rules or something? I, I, I it, It's our show. It's not representing any track or whatever, but um, maybe you hear the side of the racers because I have no idea. I think Brandon has to deal more with it. On the race director, and I'm just the entertainer. Um, what, you know, what, what's, what's going on? That's my question. Well, they're trying to put out a new rule on Thursday nights for us drivers to try to level the playing field instead of watching a few of the cars always win every week. 
But they're doing the work, right? They're doing the work on their cars, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're like all Tim working. was just saying, yeah. yeah, do the work. Okay. You know, we're all doing the work on the cars, but what they're doing is they're trying to do, not just do, they're trying to do everybody to try to level them out. Okay. And when they added the new rule in there, the what they all that rule did was is they slowed us all down at once. Okay. So if you look at the times, it took everybody's time off, not just. And I'm not saying it should take just the top five guys off the board, but it's not making it so we're all level. It, I mean, it's making it so it's all level, but it's all it's doing is knocking our times down. And it's not really changing anything. So it's not changing anything. It's just yeah. changing the times. And then it's scaring some racers away. Yeah. I mean, we went from the last, God, I want to say three years to 20, 25, 26 cars. I mean, we're down to 10 cars. I mean, what's going on? Right. You know? That's um, a good question. If you I, can figure out a racer, you'd be a billionaire. So yeah, I yeah, understand it, it, that. It, it's so much fun watching, not really watching, but having more cars at every track and being competitive, trying to run through, you know, trying to chase down the front place or the first place guy coming from the 14th spot instead of coming from the eighth spot and winning a race or starting in the fifth spot and moving up two spots and winning a race. Yeah, I mean, that's a valid point. I, I'd rather drive around. 10, 12 cars, like I was telling Brandon, I'd rather drive drive around 10, 12 cars and win a race than drive around four cars and win a race. Yeah, um, no, and that's that's a huge part of it. Yeah. I mean, and that's why you you found success when you've gone out and been able to set fast time. You know, it's not just about the fast time honors. It's about having to have some hard work ahead of you and to go out have some fun and pass some cars. Yep. And that's, um, yeah, no, that's a big part of it. And now, do you think there's a there's a place for some kind of just start over with these cars because we've gone too far away from stock in some of these, or what's your opinion on that? There is. I mean, I, I do agree with the, you know, having the ISS rules. I mean, that would be a good option, but to build off them ISS rules, you know, yeah. like have everybody in the winter time. Let's set up a meeting in November, December. Right. Have Agreed. all the four-cylinder guys. Let's all meet up and have at a club. Place. And have a club. And we all sit down and we talk and talk and talk. I agree. I've you been know? saying that for years. Um, it kind of reminds me of this, you know. Now, you know, Tim is back where he belongs. <laughs> but um, but it was like, and I think other people can attest to it, when the street stocks or what our bomber cars back then uh, were always more of a super stock in between that um, with between Plover, but they weren't fast enough, but we were too fast to go to Jefferson to run hobby stocks. And it was kind of that same way where, you know, people did research, the innovation, and now we're back with that with the four cylinder stocks. And now we got a six cylinder class. And to be honest with you, when most of these guys raced, it used to be two divisions. Now we got eight different divisions, and I think that changes car counts too as we've moved into 2020. So, you know, that's that's what maybe it is, but, you know, for the most part, I think everything will get figured out. And, you know, you know, and I, I give Greg, Greg credit. Greg's doing a great job. Uh, um, I think for a former racer, I understand his point. I see the racer's point. Probably uh, they don't agree with it, but... You know what? At the end of the day, you got to find a happy medium in the middle. And uh, I, like you said, I just everyone's got to just you know pump the brakes, calm it down, get things settled, and I think things will be right. Well, don't you think, Brandon? Oh, I think so. I mean, I the the answers are out there. 
I think it's just a matter of exactly kind of what you said, you know, just getting together during the offseason. Um, and, you know, this was something, again, to, to give Greg credit on this one. He said this rule change was coming at the beginning of the year, gave a few weeks. But it's not like all our four-cylinder guys have scales in their shop at home yeah. to be able to weigh everything out and know what's going on. And, um, you know, it's been nice that we've been able to open up Tuesdays now to do that piece. And some of the pieces are in place, but it's just we got to do a little bit more. Sure. But, you know, and a lot of these guys, you know, a lot of the guys that are are in the beginner class. So we were talking about this the other day also. I was talking about it with a few other drivers. Um, you know, some of them work till 5, 6 at night, or they can't make it down on Tuesday to scale their car, or they bring it to the track, you know, where are they going to buy the lead from, or who, who has the knowledge to put a spring in the front left to make it come back to the, you know, to transfer weight and stuff like that. Right. And I understand 100%. Greg's there willing to help. But can he help 25 cars every Tuesday night and get them ready by Thursday? Right. You yeah. Know? To have that. And, to have that kind of turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. It's... You know. And I know he's willing to help. And 100%. He's helped me. Oh yeah, he is. You know, always willing to help another fellow racer. But it's too many to try helping. And how do you, you know, how do you help somebody that's in a with a budget? I mean, right. I'm not saying I have millions of dollars, but I try to manage what I can. To get my car to go every week. No, you're you know, you're doing the best hard. you can, and you know you know you started out you know s struggling, you know, probably not the fastest cars, and um you know and it took work to do. I mean you you know if you drive down by your house, I mean your car's not sitting in a garage; it's sitting on a trailer because you guys push it in and out. I mean it's just what you have and what your resources are, and you know you've won a championship. I mean it, it wasn't because. You know, you didn't work on it, or you, you didn't have good competition, and and I think that's in any form of you know you bowl. I mean, you you want the guy next to you that you're bowling against on on Monday night if it's Mr. Key or something. Your dad or my dad? Yeah, they they beat you guys <laughs> in the chance. Yeah, they beat you guys this year in first place. I think they're yeah. retiring, but you want those guys to do good too. You want the guy that you're bowling against doing good, so then you know, hey. If he makes a mistake, I got to strike out here. And it's strategy. It yeah. doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're racing cars or if you're playing darts, like you want, you want a good competition. And sometimes, you know, you might walk away. Oh, that team's a jerk. You know, those guys didn't, you know, even have any beers or buy around or whatever. But um, yeah, it's just, um, it's no matter what, what, what we're in. And you know, I think we're all gonna, you know, we all want those, uh, those flags and, you know, get uh, in victory lane. And when you're not doing it, it's frustrating. And you, you, you could see the frustration this year for you, and I thought the other night you had a good car coming, and that one car just kind of held you guys up at uh, at Marshfield, uh, and um, Ashley ran that Sheehan guy down. But yeah, that, that, yeah, one, you know. Then again, it's uh, it's a learning curve for all the drivers. Not not everyone's racing three nights a week, and and experiences it pays off for sure. Yeah, yeah. I found out I had a couple bushings out of my car, and that's what was causing my car. Even in the the heat race, I was fast, and then I got into the feature and. I got out front right away. I'm surprised I didn't get yelled at from Brandon on the mic, but eh, I just kept going. I think yeah, he made the right call. That, that one shift almost, yeah. That yeah. Night, no, that I was one. I was waiting for it, and I'm like, well, I'm just gonna go with it, you know. And I went with it. I got out front right away, and then he wanted to get the fireworks, so you got <laughs> one. You got a freebie. <laughs> Free <pass. laughs> yeah, I'll be watching you yeah. next week, sonny. And there then you, go. you know, Sammy's a good driver. He just ran me down. I mean, when you can drive it that deep in the corner and go right through it. I Sammy mean, was falling apart at the right. end. He was getting down in the dirt, and Ashley needed about two more laps. He yeah. even said it. 
she was on rails. I mean, I told her she should give up the dirt stuff. I know that's close to home, but man, that car is better at Wausau than it is at or at Marshfield in, Wa- in Wausau. Yeah, it just flies around. I was pretty impressed with it. Yeah, that, they uh, they uh they messed with a few things before we went out to the feature, and and uh, when I got in the feature and she kind of doored me a little bit, I'm like, I could just see how deep she could drive it in the corner. I'm like, dude, I have nothing for it. I you know I looked in my rearview mirror and I'm like go for it. I even, I, I even waved my hand out the window. I said, go by. And I just followed her around. I'm like, why hold somebody up when they can chase down the leader and try winning yeah, the race? Yeah, that's one thing you know? I think you do a lot of uh, knowing if you don't have a good car, you're not going to overdrive it or bang you know, into doors or you know, smash up the car because at the end of the day, no one wants to fix you. You're one of the guys that wants to have a good time, throw it on the trailer and have a few cold ones, right? Yeah. Well, not at Marshfield, but no, but <laughs> but anywhere I think. Yeah. But, but you guys, your group is still a close group, no yeah. matter uh, all the the grief you guys get, and you know it just uh, you know, research is is key, and then um, and unfortunately uh, we just got to get things corrected, and you know that's why I stay out of that area of the racing, it's just like <laughs> yeah. race directing. You know, I don't know. This year has just not been as much fun. Um, no. You go down the pits, everyone's mad. I don't even go down the pits anymore. I kind of try to pack her up after the races. It's just, it, it's starting to get to be way too much. And, you know, when you start not having fun, it's like, yeah, why do we do it? But uh, I think uh, we do it because of groups like this. It's groups of people and friends we've met in racing. And, you know, like Tim says, it's tough to walk away from racing. You've seen him. He'd get all teared up. And, you know, a guy that gave his whole life to racing and, you know, and, Obviously, you've known Tim since you were a kid. We were young kids cheering him on. You know, that's just the kind of guy he's been to us and yeah. racing. And I know you'd like to get him back out there, wouldn't you? Or you'd even like to jump uh, in that car. I was just talking about going and picking that car up. So, Well, now yeah. you got another project? And, yeah. Well, I think you should do it. I mean, there's enough people. Like he said, uh, there's a lot of people that will help. I know uh, a lot of guys that uh, know how to work on those machines. And, you know, it's different when you're working on a four-cylinder or a bomber car, but it's kind of the same grasp, isn't it? Yeah. I was even talking to Dylan McAsee about it the other day. I, what, a guy that does not say much actually yeah. came and talked to me the last two racetracks I was at, and he was talking my ear off. I could not believe it. Well, he's, kinda, <laughs> he's getting old now, you know. His dad chasing <laughs> on little Hudson. But um, uh, Dylan and Travis Volm both said, uh, I talked to Travis. He got in the, the, um, Brett's car one night. Brett had a race up over. He's like, man, I wouldn't mind selling the super late model and getting behind these bomber cars. He goes, it's less work, less stressful, and it's a lot more fun. <laughs> and it, it, yeah. it's the truth, though. Yeah. There's, but, you know, it, when you're a good racer and you've had success, it's hard to come down from that high to get back down to a different division. You know, that's what you see a lot in racing. Tom, any sponsors you want to thank? Yeah. Yeah, you got the price of tag, like Alex <laughs> Bohm. I know how much every sponsor give him. Like, man, they give him a lot of money. I should race. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, the Milliard Bar, Kim Lemke, uh, Keith Moore at NA Lock Service, Brian Lashua, Chellis Street Pub, Hollow Bait and Tackle, um, Hilltop Auto Wrecking, Lou Lee, uh, my brother Brad, Jess Wimmer with the kids' prizes and stuff like that, Kim Bob's Cafe, Matt's 101 Pub, my mom, uh, Matt Brewer also, he's the owner of 101 Pub and Milliard. Uh, Danny Deegan has been helping me out this year. Kimmy. Rocky, I always follow along with him, and he helps me. And that one guy you know, helped you out with the shop down on Prospect. What's that guy's name? If I need any with uh, foreign car parts, what's that place? Lou. Lou? Yeah. Yeah, Lou Lee. He's the one that does my helps me with my motors and stuff. Like and that. just so, down the road from here, so yeah. If you ever need um, any good mechanic too. Yeah, it's uh, Auto Brothers LLC is what it's called. Okay. Auto Brothers. Okay. 
I don't know if anyone's looking for new mechanics in the area, and those are the people that help out the racers. So, yeah. hey, I, Tom, what else you got to say? Yeah, I had motor problems in the beginning of the year, and he, uh, one day, he took off. It was on a Friday morning. Hurry up, got me patched up and ready to back on the track at Mark, uh, at Plover on Friday. So, I mean, yeah, it was awesome. crazy. Well, always busy, Tom Lecker, and not afraid to speak his mind. And it's not the bad in racing, you know, with Tom. So, again, uh, hopefully you can get that feature win. I think one's coming, so I know the hard work. How about it for Tom yeah. Lecker, everyone? Thank you. All right, we'll be back for the last segment. You're listening to Trackside Live on Blue Jay 96.3. <laughs> Final segment again. We're trackside live. The results show again. We're here from Hiawatha, and we, we just saw the owner Chris come on in here and turn some lights on for us. So we are all uh, we all are brighter now after that. So thanks to Chris for that, and uh, we we're hoping maybe we could have got him on. I didn't know he was coming back, so we'll have to maybe talk to him a little bit. But uh, thank you to them as well. Um, I saw everybody had food. Food was great tonight. Yeah, excellent, excellent food here in Hiawatha. So make sure to check it out again at 718 Grant Street. Um, you know, always a great time here. And again, we are back to back here. So we're going over to uh, our next stop is Aftershock. Um, so we'll be there next week. Uh, again, that's at 1418 Leonard Street in Wassa as well here. So make sure to join us for that. Again, we go on air at 6 to 730. You have a lot of great giveaways and everything as well going on. So uh, final final segment here. I've got a new uh, new co-host to my left and then another guest to my right here. So we'll get their mics turned on and make sure we're good. We got Keegan Bentz and Brett Breitenfeld. Let's welcome them to the show. So, Keegan, uh, we'll head over to you for a little bit here. You got to talk a little bit after your brother was on here. I'll see if you can show him up a little bit here. But uh, it's been an interesting year for you as well. I mean, overall, it seems like WAS has been pretty good for you. Um, kind of tell us a little bit about your year. We're trying to figure that new car out, but it hasn't been running very well. We've had a lot of motor issues. Uh, first couple of nights we had issues. The coil wire was broken, so the car won't run half decent. And then it started smoking. It was blowing oil, so we had to get that motor that we just had built rebuilt. Then we decided we wanted to run the blue car. And then was it two weeks ago when we were at Sands? We shoved the nut through the intake and broke the cam and. Yeah, just what? it's been not so great. Yeah, not so, not not so, so great. good. When the car runs, though, it seems like you've been able to handle it pretty well. You know, you've been able to get your times, you know, a little bit closer to the rest of the field. I know the first year, you know, you were really kind of going through a big learning curve, uh, but it seems like uh, seat time has really been helping you, huh? Yeah, it's we're starting to get a little bit more of the hang of it now that we got that um, the green car out. We just got to start figuring that one out. We can get it to start running. We got to figure it out. It's new. Everything's new again. So you think it, that should be good, right? It should be good. <laughs> yeah. Now, so. Well, that'll be good. Yeah, a lot of time and effort. Uh, who's been helping you a lot on that car? My dad and grandpa. They've been really helpful on it. The old gearhead's back at it, huh? Still yeah. working on it. Very good. You, you've been able to get in there and, and learn a few things, too, about the car and working on rebuilding it? Yeah. I've learned a lot these last couple of years on about these cars. And that helps. That helps a lot, you know, when you're able to know a little bit more about what goes into them and be able to adjust it. And that's what, you know, Kurt said, too, that, you know, I'm, I'm in that same boat. I have no idea what, 
what bolt goes where or anything like that. But it's really it's really helpful to get to know that. So what is your what's your plan now for the rest of the year? You know, you talk about getting the cars running first. Yeah. And uh, you're gonna try to stay around Wasser or do a little traveling uh, again? I'd like to go to Plover more now that we got it figured out a little bit. See if we can get it running good. I mean. And like, since cars was handling really good when we went down there a couple of weeks ago, so see if we can run there a little more. That's a track you like? Yeah, I really like that truck track. It's really nice. Okay. And how's Wasa been for you with the repave? Has it been a little little rougher, like your brother was talking about too? I think it's nice. It grips a lot more. A lot more grip in those new patch cars. Yeah. Okay. So that makes the sense. And and you've got the the racing Hoosiers on these these four cylinder cars, so that seems to help with the grip then too. Yeah. Awesome. Very good. Um, so um, what's been kind of your, your highest or most impressive mark so far? What are you happiest with so far in the season? Uh, probably getting third in qualifying at Golden Sands. That was yeah. probably my favorite for this season. It was rolling so pretty good, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was handling really nice that night. Okay. So, yeah, you're very excited about getting back there. And, then, you know, a lot of opportunity yet to run there. Yeah. Um, so that'll be good. And, um you know, is is there anything on your agenda that you really want to do that's outside of the norm? Is there a big race you wanted to try to travel to if time and budget allows, or it's just you'll be able to run what what you can? Just see what we can run. Yeah, maybe try and go to uh, Marshfield once or twice this year. Yeah, that'd be good. Get up there, stretch the legs on the half mile, see how yeah. that goes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a lot of fun. Uh, it's definitely a different different environment and different beast there. So we'd yeah. love to have you. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Um, who do you got for sponsors? You want to thank? There, uh, so you got another list made up. That's uh, good. JNT Plumbing and a Lock Service Pizza Ranch, uh, uh, R and M Transport, P and J Auto Body, Grandpa Bob Maxi Racing, Grandma and Grandpa Niter, uh, Joe Raider, Mom Homestead, Ann's Dairy, Ed and Linda Burnell, Kim's Biasa, uh, Kim's Kim's Cafe. I'd really like to thank uh, John and Jim and Leeds. They've been really helpful this year, getting the car handling and set up real nice. So. Yeah, that's that's helpful to have um, people like that in the division. Yeah. That that would, they would give their shirt off of you if you needed it. You know, like they're they're great to work with, and it's really nice to know that you're able to be in that group. And parking up on the upper pits, I think, helps get you into that group. And uh, yeah, it's really neat to see. So looking forward to that, and uh, good luck the rest of the year. And uh, Hopefully we can uh, get that cars, get both of those cars rolling again. That'd be great. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for joining us. That's Keegan Benz. Thanks, Keegan. Uh, he's been he's been doing pretty darn good. So that was that was pretty excellent. And we'll bring in another guest. We had him on uh, what was it, a few weeks ago here, and uh, got you back on the air. And we'll see if we can keep it racing this time. We'll see what happens. But Brett Breitenfeld, yeah. uh, we got him on, and you've been you've been on a tear here lately. You know you. Uh, maybe lucked your way and then raced your way into a Dave Lashua Memorial win. Uh, you were kind of stuck in that one. Talk a little bit through that race and uh, how it played out for you. Yeah, we got stuck up in traffic in the back and uh, got caught up on the high side and just couldn't get around them. And a little bit of uh, beginners, you know, figuring out what line to run and run a little high and then a little bit of bad driving on another from another guy, but able to get around them and uh, finally got a lucky break and a caution and got the right restart where we were able to bring her home. Yeah, lane choice uh, really helped on, on that late restart. And, um, you know, yeah, you were, you were kind of eyeing up you know, what was going to work for you there. And um, did, you, did you think that you had a chance once the caution came out or did you start to 
think you had a chance after uh, some of the dust settled a bit there? I thought I had a chance of getting around a few people. I didn't think that I would actually end up out front. I, I thought I'd just be able to work a better finish out of that restart, and that's why it took the high side. And you've had you've had success this year at Wassa so far, and then you've had a few nights that haven't been as successful. Um, how do you feel the season's gone so far, especially being with kind of the, the new team this year you're working with? I think it's going really well. Uh, still kind of settling in and getting used to everything that's going on, like showing up for practice. I'm not really used to doing <laughs> yeah. that a whole lot. That's never been yeah, the Brainfeld no. family. Uh, no. So that that's still settling into that kind of routine, but... We're, we're getting faster, and uh, I'm feeling a lot more comfortable in the car, so just got to figure out that high groove so I can get around a few more guys. But yeah, Does that play an effect? Uh, obviously, you drive your own car on Friday nights, and now you're driving someone else's car where maybe you don't feel that you're getting aggressive that you may want to be because it's not yours. I mean, does that ever run into mind? I mean, I think if I was driving someone else's stuff, I mean, even when you drive someone's personal car, you kind of want to take it easy. You don't want to drive it like you stole it. But uh, does that play a, a factor of like, hey, let's not rip stuff up because it's not mine? No, Travis has been pretty good at giving me free range on the car and just telling me, do what you need to do to get positions, get points. They want another championship. It's it's more so my comfort in the car because it is just a different car, yeah. you know, a different different seat different location in it like we saw the re well week one was me taking spats out <laughs> yeah because there's an extra two feet in front of me in that <laughs> yeah, car yeah compared to mine so it's just getting a little bit more comfortable in the car and how it handles and all the extra car that's around that because there's a lot more car there compared to my car that i normally run and mitch ran it uh the last year's championship and he's been at the race. I know Travis was watching on Race in America. He had foot surgery, and you ended up winning, and he ended up hobbling his way down to the racetrack. I don't know how he did it. I guess he drove with a cane to put the gas pedal down. We shouldn't even talk about it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was his cruise control. But he was pretty excited. Dave Lasher Memorial, uh, that means a lot to a lot of people, and I know uh, the extra money had to been a great uh, thing, and I believe he also got $100 courtesy of the SRAM race, and then the extra money... That was thrown, so that that goes a long way for the racers, and uh, good to see you uh, go back to you guys and probably get things fixed. I, I believe Mitch was there, and he's like, "Hey, we probably found some stuff that we got to work on for this next week, isn't it?" Yeah, and we're working on that right now. So the extra extra money from the Lashville Memorial really helped us out, and getting that getting everything situated in the car to get it ready for this next week. Yeah, now you, this week you got Wasa Thursday and back with the pier stocks on Friday. So you don't get the week off because uh, when we go Wassa, it's back-to-back. -back. So then all of a sudden it's like, okay, we won, but we got to get back to work tomorrow, do some farming, and then get back race. And uh, how do you find the time? Uh, carefully. <laughs> <laughs> get enough sleep after after farming, right? Take yeah. a little nappy. Yeah, take a little nap after you check on the cows in the morning. There you uh, go. Yeah, it, it's difficult. It's it's definitely a very much family-dependent uh, working with my, my dad and my mom, they all chip in and make sure that calves are all fed, cows are all fed, and getting milk. So. Well, that's great that uh, everyone could chip in again. Thanks for coming on out. Congratulations on the Dave Lasher Memorial as the Flashville families here. How about it for Brett Breinfeldt? How about it for all our guests, Keegan, Tim Naraki? We also had Tom Lecker. And again, we're going to be racing three times this week, Thursday at Wassa, Friday at Plover, Saturday 
at Marshfield and uh, Slinger tomorrow, and we'll join you guys at the Aftershock Bar and Grill next Monday night on Trackside Live. You've been listening to Trackside Live from the Hiawatha Bar on Blue Jay 96.3. You've been listening to the Trackside Results Show on Blue Jay 96.3. The Trackside Results Show has been brought to you by State Park Speedway, Central Wisconsin Vending, A&A Lock Service, your key authority, Hilltop Auto Wrecking, Leeds' Shell Service, Jay's Auto Center, and the 2023 Iola Car Show. See the list of trackside results, show dates, and locations at BlueJay96.3.com and listen to the trackside results show on BlueJay96.3, AM 730, and streaming on the WJMT app and Alexa.